Hi, everybody. I'm Pastor Larry Huck, and welcome to Standing with Israel on Charisma's Podcast Network. You know, Standing with Israel is one of the most important things that you will ever do. And let me give you two reasons. Number one, as Paul said in the book of Ephesians, that the two shall become one new man. You and I are fulfilling Bible prophecy in tearing down the wall that divides Jews and Gentiles. The second thing is, by tearing down this wall and rebuilding the tabernacle of David in our hearts, we are preparing the world for the coming of the Messiah. Standing with Israel is the father of all blessings. So get ready for God's wisdom, favor, anointing, and blessing. Now let's get into today's. Palestine is the word Pelishet which means Hebrew in Hebrew and Egyptian means rolling hills or migratory. And we're either on God's side or we're not on God's side. God hasn't changed his mind. The Palestinians were Aegean people from the Aegean Sea. They were Greek, not Arab. Rome hated Israel because even when they physically conquered the Jews, they could not get them to bow down and worship false gods. They said, we will not bow down. We will worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And during the time of Jesus, they destroyed the temple, 70 AD. They didn't want to conquer a land. They wanted to beat the people down. No longer on any maps, no longer on in anything written will we have the word Israel or Judea or Samaria. But from now on, we will name it after the enemy of the Israelis and the enemy of the Jews. We will name the land Palestine. That is where the word came from. In 1967, in the UN, which was extremely anti-Israel, and they came up with a Security Council policy, they never, in, in trying to divide the land, referred to anyone as Palestinians. They only referred to them as refugees from other countries. So why is this important? Because God said, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. But it's like Moses when he said, all those on God's side stand over here. And all those are, are against God stand over there and the ground swallowed them up and ate them. It's not a light thing to stand with Israel. It's not a light thing to stand with the Jewish people. It's not a light thing to stand with the land. God says, I will bless those who bless you. And I don't know about you, but I am ready for the enemy to be defeated and the blessing of God to be poured out in these last days so our Messiah can come. Can I have an amen? And the third thing is the proof of the place itself. 10, 12 years ago, maybe even more, I was asked by the nation of Israel to come over. This was after the intifadas, and they were trying to get tours back. And I was asked to come over and, and film some tourist spots to invite Christians around the world to come back to Israel. And uh, at that time, they had just recently discovered the city of David. Now, up until that time, we just believed the city of David existed because the Bible said. But the reality was, in all their excavations, they never found the city of David. Does anybody know why? They were digging in the wrong spot. 
and they went to, to, to move dirt for a parking lot and went, what is this? And so they started digging down and they found David's palace. And so I'm standing there and they got the cameras there and I'm filming and, and here you have the palace of David. They just found a stone with Hezekiah's servant's name on it and, and just all these things. They just found it. And I'm there talking about Bible prophecy and all of a sudden God speaks to me. And I said, you know what Jesus said? He said, if they won't praise me, I'm going to cause the stones to cry out and praise me. Jesus said, I told you that if they don't believe me because of what the word says, if they don't believe me because of what politics and the law says, I'm going to make the stones cry out and praise almighty God that God's word is real. They just found a, a coin with the word Bethlehem on it. We never had proof that Bethlehem in the time of, of, of Jesus existed. The Temple Mount steps, it goes down the hill, down in the bottom in an Arab nation in, in an Arab neighborhood, they got a water, a sewage leak or a water pipe leak. And so they started digging and they found a road. And so they started excavating it. Now there was a spring. It was all filled in and stuff. They found out that that was the pool of Bethesda. They found the uh, uh, pomegranate bell that goes on the hem of a priest. They found the, where the money exchangers were ripping people off, where Jesus turned over the money exchangers. And the pilgrimage road, most of you know, but it, maybe you don't, it starts at the pool of Bethesda during the time of first fruits. And they go down and they go into the mikvah and they break every curse and they, they walk that road singing, this is the day the Lord has made. That road has been covered. For 2,000 years, nobody knew it was there. Those stones you can't see are polished, shiny from millions of people walking on them 2,000 years ago. And I asked the prime minister, I said, how important is the discovery of the pilgrimage road? Because it proves that the Temple Mound was there. And so I said, how significant is this? And you saw literally the presence of God come on the prime minister. And he started talking about Professor Klausner. And teaching of Jesus, the Jewishness of Jesus. And he looked at me and he looked at us and he said, My ancestors, as Jews and Christians, walk that road together, worshiping the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He said, Jesus walked that road. The apostles walked that road. And now it's discovered. And within a year, We'll all be able to walk that road. Wow. A three-stranded cord is not easy. You can say, well, I don't believe the Bible. The covenants of God are gone. I don't believe the Bible. Well, those politics are, are 100 years old. Well, they're still law. But you look at the stones crying out. You look at the stones crying out. And you can't deny it. You cannot deny that God's word said it. You cannot deny they wrote it down as law. Isn't it funny? They don't, they don't debate the borders of Syria. They don't debate the borders of Lebanon. They don't b- debate the borders of Transjordan. Why is that important right now? In ancient Hebrew, there's no word for what? Coincidence. Several months ago, I got asked to go to the White House and give my opinion on the peace process plan. On Friday afternoon, I got a phone call from a prominent Jewish person. 
and said, Pastor, would you be willing to help scribe a letter with us from the Christian perspective on the peace process in Israel? And I said, absolutely, I'll do that this evening when I go home. I'll, I'll work on that, on that letter to give to the president. So when you hear people saying the Jews are occupying Israel, that's a false concept. And the three-stranded cord proves it, biblically, politically, and now, louder than ever, the stones are shouting out that God's word is true. Malachi are the last prophetic words before Jesus, right? Look at Malachi chapter 4. Hardly anybody reads Malachi chapter 4. Look at the very last verse 6. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. 500 years, and then comes Jesus. Now, in Hebrew, everything God teaches has the physical and the spiritual. And I thought this is a great way to end Father's Day. That the hearts of the fathers will come to the children and the hearts of the children will return to the fathers. We need to break every family curse that's come against them. But the spiritual side of that is the fathers are the Jews and the children are the Christians. That's what it's talking about even more. Is that right before the coming of the Messiah... And right before the second coming of the Messiah, God promises us that the hearts of the fathers in Israel and the Jews around the world will turn to us and our hearts will return to them. And I believe if we do what God wants us to do, spiritual. How many know that someday God will rebuild the temple? Do you believe that? He will rebuild the third temple. They're doing things right now. It's don't get me started. They're, they're doing things right now. But before we physically build the temple, we have to spiritually build it. And that's by us coming together. And I believe that's the way it works. If we're going to break the curses that come against our families, fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, whatever, we need to break the curse between us and Israel. Thank you for listening to our Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck. We truly believe that building bridges between Christians and Jews is a sign of the end times and will prepare the world for the coming of the Messiah. If you would like to learn more about why we stand with Israel and at the same time be a blessing to the Jewish people, we encourage you to send for Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. It's an incredibly insightful and prophetic book that will lead you into the blessings of God and will send it to you for any size offering to our ministry. Your contribution will be used to support our charitable work in Israel, which includes supporting elderly Holocaust survivors and Project Aliyah, which brings the Jews home to their ancient homeland, Israel. To donate, please call us today at 1-800-204-6545 and speak with one of our helpful operators. You can also go to our website and make your donation at lhmpodcast.org. Again, please call 800 800- 204 
pork fries. Or go to lhmpodcast.com to make your donation and request a copy of Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. Thanks for listening today. God bless you for your prayerful and financial support. And tune in next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.